music for videos. Ladies. Hey, this is Lindsay. This is Cassie. Cassie. I love that shit. Ladies and gentlemen. You're listening to. Hey. Listening to. You know what we're Everything to do with women's health. Ladies. and just have a talk about sex toys <laughs> right i hope that every morning <laughs> someone comes true. just like today yeah sex toys are a 15 billion dollar a year industry 15 really billion dollars but there's still oh my god right and somehow there's still so much taboo and embarrassment and shame or like stigma around them. But clearly, it's I know it's kind of crazy. I saw an ar- this is a total aside, but I saw an article the other day. I didn't actually read it, so I'm going to be really informative. Oh, you're I one know. of those people. <laughs> I know. I don't know if it was Buzzfeed or Bustle or I don't know what, but it was like how to like better hide your sex toys. And I was kind of hoping it was like satire. But I didn't click on it, so we will never know. (laughs) (laughs) The suspense is killing me. But that's kind of the point of all of our episode today is that, like, even for myself, I mean, I live alone, so I totally leave a vibrator out every now and then. But for most people, it's like deeply boxed and hidden away just in case, God forbid, someone goes into your bedside table, which is weird. But I know. um, I know. Yeah, but again, clearly Can you imagine? fifteen billion dollar a year industry. We've all got them, so why don't we, we talk about them? Do you remember the Vino and Vaginas sex toy phone call from um, Canada Post? Well, <laughs> <laughs> that. So, um, like, I made an order from Venus Envy, which is um. Uh, like an awesome store in Ottawa that I love and sent it to the podcast and I guess they didn't actually put the address on it they just said Kingston so to you know Vagina's Kingston Ontario so the post office had to call me and the guy was just like so awkward and I think like he, what did he, he said something along the lines of um like um that's quite the interesting like name and I was like just wait till you see what's in the box <laughs> Oh my god. Anyway, no, that just reminds me. Oh, 100%. <laughs> and I know you can't tell who like the age of the guy, but I'm pretty sure he was some, you know, 50-year-old man just like awkward not knowing how to, you know, how do I get your address, man? <laughs> Vino and uh and uh and your lady bits, you know? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's how we contributed to the 15 million dollar industry yeah. or billion. Cassie and I are significant contributors. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it really is. So anyway, so what are we talking about then? Oh, when it comes yeah. to sex oh we're recording. <laughs> um, well, <laughs> I, st- 
started thinking about that even though I am passionate about this subject, I don't even know what all the sex toy options are and sort of what you could use everything for. And there are things I've seen in stores. I'm like, I don't even know what you do with that exactly. Um, right. I am sorry to disappoint anyone that we're not going to go through all of the options of sex toys and how to use them. That'll be a future episode. Uh, but stay tuned. we're going to go through maybe more about how you can use them and what the benefits are not just like how you can use them Lindsay like a how-to <laughs> no again that's a future episode step by step are we gonna like an only fan kind of thing here yeah we are quickly deviating into adult territory here uh no we're gonna talk about people. what different options and benefits are um because they're not just for masturbation and hiding away in your room and you know I think that a lot of marketing is like lonely single girls. And it's not just totally. for that. Um, it can totally be just for yourself, but there's also a lot of benefits to using it with a partner or um, to just enhance pleasure. Absolutely. Which I love. I love that they're about pleasure and not just child rearing or biology, right? Yeah. And even more to that point, they encourage not just p and the v kind of sex it's not just penetrative Mm -hmm. and they can really support people or help people who that might not be an option for um, whether that's preference or circumstance or whatever it is but there's a lot of stats that say up to 75 percent of women can't climax with penetration alone Uh, so Mm -hmm. Why aren't we bringing these things in more often if it's that significant of a problem, a quote-unquote problem? Yeah, I know. And I know, I'm sure you get this too, but so many women think that that's just how it is or that something's wrong with them. And so they don't ever seek to find, you know, orgasm or climax elsewhere or I don't mean elsewhere but in other means because they just think it should be through penetration and that's what sex is be in the v when really that's just one part of a huge tapas of of options and gotta try out some of the other dishes sometimes <laughs> exactly I read somewhere we might have talked about this on the podcast already in our orgasm episode but your ability to climax from penetration alone has so much less to do with you as a person and like your mental state and your sexual prowess than it does the distance between your clitoris and opening of your vagina and we are talking like fractions of millimeters can determine how likely you are to climax so it is an anatomy problem it is not an us problem um or a sexuality it's so problem. fascinating isn't yeah. it yeah yeah that's so crazy Uh, so that brings us to our first point with sex toys is that they are scientifically designed to hit the right spots Uh, so often especially for women I think it's hard to get Mm -hmm. your mind and your body in the same place at the same time and stimulated if the stimulation's not that awesome or perfect you know I can totally attest to this that sometimes you're just checking off your mental up here while there's other things going on down here Uh, totally yeah and so sex toys can offer you know whether it's a vibrator or it's 
a dildo or it's different types of um, materials or something you use, it can offer different sensation and more sensation. So it can kind of, I'll say, get your attention a little bit more focused um, by giving you more. And maybe enhance what's already happening, right? Exactly. And what I came across that really opened my mind to even like bigger implication for this is for people who have low libido, low desire, sensation or sensory issues, and whether that's medication related, health condition related, related to depression, as we talked about in our Mm -hmm. orgasm episode, orgasms are really amazing for your health and your mental health. But anyone who, yeah, anyone who has struggled with depression can tell you like an orgasm is the last thing you're thinking about. But one of the things that could actually help change some of the chemistry of what's happening um, and contributing to some of those low, low moods. And so things like sex toys, vibrators, um, those give you more sensation. So it makes it easier to achieve Mm -hmm. an orgasm. Um, A lot of research calls it reducing your workload. And who doesn't want to reduce their workload? Oh, my God, that's amazing. Can we think of something fun? Like, you know, like the four days work week is like a thing right everyone strives for the four-day work week so we need like a catchphrase like that or like a yeah (laughs) how to anyway we'll think on this stay tuned put a pin in that I uh it's often my like refocusing technique um or you know the mood a little bit (laughs) if you're grumpy like what a better way to get out of that grumpy swamp and maybe move on to a different emotion It was actually just, you know, all jokes aside, just talking to a friend who has been having a pretty rough January and a rough start to the year on the mental health front. Um, And some, we, in the last week or so, things have started to turn around for her. Uh, And what she realized is she started masturbating again and feels a lot better. Uh, (laughs) So, you know, it's also like that release of physical energy too, right? Like, yeah. There's a lot of pros to it. Exactly. A lot of pros. We're, we're, we're big believers in it. So, yeah. And even having these different toys or different sensations and ways to use things or touch your body, they give us a better understanding in what we like and what we don't like. And whether you start alone or with your partner, if you have a better understanding of your body and what feels good to you and what helps you climax not only are you going to help yourself climax but you can have better odds with your partner if you can communicate those things and often have the struggle in communicating what we like is that we don't know Mm -hmm. and if we do know we know like oh I like when my ex did this (laughs) go over real well with our current partners (laughs) but if you can say I like this you know firm touch here and I like vibration there or um you know you like cold or hot Claire like it can be so many different things and most of us don't experiment with those things to know what we might like absolutely and again that kind of gives us options for when penetrative sex isn't preferred or maybe we have um, something that limits our uh, our potential for penetrative sex, 
this doesn't have to decrease your pleasure because of that. Uh, there's a lot Good. of things that are geared towards stimulating, you know, breasts and nipples or other parts of your body that are seemingly non-sexual, um, but can feel very sensual and sexual with different stimulation. Can also help men last longer or aid in any sexual dysfunction there, whether that's premature ejaculation, erectile dysfunction. Um, sometimes it's even just prolonging or being able to stay erect after an orgasm. So there's things like constriction sleeves um, or things. I think you might have even posted an Instagram reel that had this in it the other day, or maybe I'm misplacing that. But anyway, there are little probably um, sort of sleeves, I guess, or rings that you would put on the penis that even decrease the depth of penetration. So again, for women who can't tolerate it or have something happening that um, deep penetration isn't an option or isn't yeah. a preference. Um, again, not decreasing anyone's pleasure, but creating more options. Oh, I think that's amazing. And I think like a good point is what you were just talking about is that's going to help both you and your partner whether so so if we're talking like a male female partnership here I mean I'm I'm assuming I can't know I'm not a male in this situation but I'm assuming he doesn't love the fact that he can't last very long or he's not like loving the fact that he can't you know help his partner reach the climax that he wants so these things are going to kind of make him feel better too and really it's helping both parties so I think that's pretty important it's not just about like we talk about it obviously from a female perspective because that's kind of who we're chatting to but I think it's nice to look at the flip side too yeah and that even again opening my eyes further something I think we often think is only for female female partnerships would be things like strap-ons mm -hmm. dildos and that it's like it never dawned on me that that also provides an option for men with erectile dysfunction or spinal cord injury or something where, yeah, having an erection is not an option for them. They can still have penetrative sex with their partner and still get some enjoyment and like the physical act out of it in spite of or despite this sexual dysfunction. Um, so yeah, so, just cool. so many more ways yeah. to use these than what we maybe see in porn or in mainstream media. They yeah. actually provide a lot of accessibility to sex. Which is so cool because it is an activity of daily living. Yeah. And even yeah. taking it a little step out of the sexual realm, Internal vibration has actually been shown to increase blood flow to the vagina, which can help with things like vaginal atrophy that some women experience, especially after menopause, can help with dryness and lubrication issues, can help with even autoimmune conditions like lichen sclerosis or other conditions like vaginismus and pelvic pain. So again, often we think of vibrators, especially an internal thing as purely sexual, but this can actually treat health conditions um, or, again, to bridge the gap between medical and sexual discussion. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it even provides, I'll say, foreplay or like desensitizing or something to allow penetrative sex to happen more comfortably after. 
So yeah, yeah just I know, different ways. I know, I love that. And I know for me, and I'm sure you do too, Linz, is like, it is a big part of my recommendations for people for various reasons. But say we have someone who's who's like penetration, P and the V kind of thing is the ultimate goal. And maybe they're using, you know, different tools to get there. Well, unfortunately, that can be really medicalizing sex at the beginning. And so it can really, it's hard, right? Because then when you want to flip to actual having pleasurable penetration, it's this almost mental block because it's been so medicalized for so long. So I often will suggest internal vibrators for numerous reasons. And one being, you know, you can start to play, move it around. The vibration will help with blood flow, like you said, but then it's also starting to bridge that gap or transition into more of a pleasurable experience instead of just like, oh, I got to stretch my muscles out, right? And then partner can be involved in that too. And so it's just such a good tool for so many reasons. And I don't know if you're finding this too, or if this is a Yukon problem, uh, but being able to find, I'll say the medical version of things like pelvic wands and things that would be helpful for muscle release, it's becoming increasingly difficult to find them in places that are not sex toy websites. And so Mm. part of me kind of loves that. I can see it's kind of a love-hate because there are some people where that's a pretty big barrier. They're not comfortable Absolutely. even going on the website, let alone ordering something from it. But yeah. as you said, I love that we're kind of taking the medicalization of these things out of it because, you know, anecdotally, even for myself, vibration really helps with pelvic floor tension. And so... Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be all sexual or all medical. And I think, yeah, offering these toys or kind of bringing those two worlds together. So we're ordering from the same site for many different reasons helps decrease some of that stigma. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But on the flip side, I know it's so hard, like not to, like, I agree with you, but then on the flip side, sometimes it's hard when it's labeled as a sex toy because then it makes it harder for people um to either get it covered by insurance or like all of those other things or or they'll hide like I can't recall the details exactly but Amazon recently changed it all to be labeled as sex toys and so it's harder for people to actually access um which is the exact opposite that we want so there's pros and cons (laughs) yeah we are definitely not uh we haven't figured it all out yet but I'm hopeful that even the fact that we're changing things and trying on different language and different ways to access these toys i'm hopeful that that's a sign we're moving in the right direction and that we will figure it out soon you and me both girl Hmm. and when it comes to choosing toys there's all sorts of things to consider again maybe future episode on what your many 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 options are Um, but it's important (laughs) to consider things like the material of it so you want to opt for Mm -hmm. things that are silicone or um I think they call it toughened glass or metal or things that won't degrade essentially so you want to stay Mm -hmm. away from things like latex and rubber that do degrade over time because that opens us up to all sorts of issues and infection Um, and similar when you're looking for lube you want to make sure that it's water-based especially if you're using silicone toys um, and often can find ph balanced lube so um, yeah. you know, I often for say the over-the-counter or the, the retail option for clients often re- recommend 
lube, like the slippery stuff one or that's one I always say too. Yeah. I know fuck water is one that a lot of my clients really like. And I just like the name of, um, I do too. Yeah. But there are all sorts of awesome recommendations out there, especially if you look up Rex from pelvic floor therapists. Um, so yeah, if you have any sex toy questions, send them our way for our future episode. The next episode. That's so exciting. I'm pretty pumped for that. Yeah. Well, happy experimenting. So this, yeah, really. So this is basically us saying, get out, get out there, <laughs> get under there, get it. I don't know. Get in there. No. <laughs> <laughs> get in it, around it, all over your body. Happy Sunday, fun day. Bye. Right? Like, exactly. Enjoy a Sunday, Monday. And then if you get questions, send them our way. And then for the next episode that we talk about this, we'll answer all your burning questions. I like it. Happy Sunday with sex toys on the mind. You know what everybody's going to be doing after they listen to this. Obviously. That's where I'm headed next. <laughs> <laughs> Love it.